-hmm. I judge you off of how you look. I judge you off of your situation. I judge you off of that, you know, for a multitude of reasons. And for a lot of business leaders, you're going into the business with the wrong people because you got trust issues or because you have other issues and now you're connected with wrong people because you want to belong. Or you find yourself dropping everything that you have when you start dating that new person instead of understanding the 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 importance of embracing singleness growing and having that different identity and having that single identity but also understanding how to do partnership while moving your business forward and not having this idea that because i'm a woman i have to drop everything leaders need constant developing it might be on the personal side of development or the professional side but essentially the work that you do on yourself will benefit how you show up as a leader in the home as well as within the workplace. Check out these testimonials from some clients I've worked with in the past and make sure you book your session soon. They want to continue on this journey because it has been very beneficial for me. Um, like I said, I'm not the same person. I don't feel like I'm the same person I was five weeks ago. How I fit your strategic goal. And they're like, wow, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that does. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you got me here because that's that's good. So, feel it was accurate. Like, what was your feedback? I think it was definitely accurate. Thank you so much. This was fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. And you have period. Like, how do you feel now? I do want to be successful in my business. Um, I need to work on me. I'm like, I'm happy right now. I am. I'm. This is good. So, what are you waiting for? Schedule your session today. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me on another episode of Internal Fire. And if you missed part one of our conversation last week, and when I say R, I'm talking about myself and Brittany Iwagbu, make sure you go back and listen to this last episode. But I'm bringing you part two, where we really get into the weeds of the aspect of leadership, business leadership, that a lot of us need to talk about from women in leadership, the importance of personal development. I mean, it just gets really, really good. So make sure, as always, get your notepads ready, whatever note-taking materials that you have as we get into this message, because our goal is to get you to a level of leadership and get you to a level in your business that you never expected you would get to. But these principles are important. Now let's get it. Okay, so tell me what is um, what are a couple of the components that you feel are necessary for um, entrepreneurs to be great, for them to be successful? Um, what are some of your, you know, maybe your top two or three characteristics that you think that um, they would have to have in order to be successful as a business owner or entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we talk about it all the time, like first, you know, identifying and really getting to the root cause to make sure that you're aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I wrote the two books that I recently did is because, yes, I have the I have the leadership development book, ways you can retain your team. But I wanted to show people the journey that I had to take to grow and personally develop before I can show up effectively in my in my um, business, nice. because there was a lot of growth that I had to do. I had to heal from my trauma. I had to start working on um, myself. I had to go through therapy. I needed to heal because again it was showing up in that first business venture that I did. I'm like, why do I why am I people are saying no to the product? Why do I think they're saying no to me? And I'm over here boo-hoo sad yeah. thinking like they're saying no to me. Like I'm not good enough. No, your your sales pitch wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough. Had nothing. 
Yeah. Exactly. So I had to go through this uh, process of working on myself. So really um, leaders out there, business leaders, make sure that you are looking in the mirror and really assessing yourself to identify, have that self-awareness, self-leadership. How am I uh, uh, clear about who I am, my blind spots, what my gifts, my talents are? And do I have uh, uh, that motivation factor? Like if I do hit a rough patch, how do I navigate the rough seasons in business? Do I have the resiliency practices? Do I I have a trigger plan. If I'm triggered and it takes me back to something I've been through, what can I do to get myself out of it? And then once you get through that phase, now when you're getting into business, the systems aspect, I mean, because again, what I just talked about is a level of system. It's a system you've created to really make sure that you're, yeah, an internal system. Now, when you're starting your business, it's creating that system of, okay, this is my product. This is who I'm targeting. Okay, this is how I'm going to connect with these people. So this is from how often you're going to post, how you're going to set up your website, what automations are connected. How can I make sure that all my systems are intact so if i do go viral i blow up i have that process aligned and then if i do hire a va or an assistant or a team now i can say okay this is what i need you for because now that i'm aware that i need a marketing person this is what i need you to do i know i need somebody that's results driven this is what i need you to do so systemizing and internally and then systemizing your business to make sure you have all the the nooks and crannies aligned that's what's important. And I wish I did that in the beginning because it was a headache trying to undo all that. It was a headache realizing that I invested all that money. And I'm just like, Aisha, you should have started with this website because it's automated with this and so yeah. on. And now you got to undo all that. So um, it's, it's really systemizing how you do life right. and systemizing how you do business. Then you launch. I think we lost Brittany. Oh, there you go. I think you're coming back. Go, girl. And- <laughs> Look, I'm like, where did you go? Look, I, you, you went up, then you went down, and I said, oh, no, what's happening? Okay, so, no, we're here. You're so back, yeah. I, I have a comment. I love that concept, trigger plan. Um, and that's that's true. I, um, In fact, you just gave me an idea. Girl, I'm coming on here just dropping gems, Okay. Um, but no, I think that that's awesome. I think that um, that that is that is so true. And I think that people people just like again, you know, there is an aspect to doing this, you know, for your in your personal space, what you need to have happen before you start actually doing business. Um, and I just I, when I and I when you say trigger plan, it makes me feel like pull the trigger, right? Um, but it's 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 just one of those things where you're like. Oh, well, I'm going to just get out here. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But with anything, there's preparation that that has to take place. There's some type of foundational work that you have to do before you actually do get out there. And like we're talking about launch, if you want to launch, you can't do it without some of these knowing some of these things. And so I just I, I love that you said um have a trigger plan and then understanding those things that trigger you also um it's it's one thing to lie to other people and really i don't like to lie okay so i'm just saying but lying to yourself that 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 part right there is like where do you think that you're going to get to if you don't tell yourself the truth and if you don't like you don't have to tell everybody but at least come to some type of you know have a come to jesus with you and the lord or you and yourself or whatever but at least have a conversation internally about 
How can I do better the next time um, is always the internal conversation that I try to have because I'm like, well, this didn't go exactly like I thought. Rather than and my my internal um, things that I do, it's like, OK, well, I didn't do this ex- as well or it didn't come out exactly like I planned. That's OK. OK. And it took me a long time. Yeah, I'm not going to lie <laughs> to be like, that's OK, because I'm the person who used to like write on a piece of paper. And if it was like a little mess up, I wouldn't scratch it out. I would throw the whole paper away. OK, just throw the whole paper away. I have come from a mighty long way. Okay. But, um, I, I got to a point where it's like, okay. And now I just cross through things very, you know, ever so nicely. And I try to move on quickly about it, but, (laughs) but, um, it's like literally one of those things where you're like, okay, I didn't do it well this time, but what, what did I want to happen? Like, what was I trying to to do and how did I fall short and how can I, you know, basically marry the two? Like, what can I do the next time to make this a success for myself? And so um, one, it's not about the success that everybody else is, is trying to make you have or the level of, um, you know, the level that everybody else feels like you should be on. But rather it's like, OK, well, you know what? I did it. I did it. Did I do it my best? Did I do it at my best capability? Did I actually go like full out with this? If I didn't, this is the place, right? Where you're going to talk to yourself because I talk to myself. Where you're going to talk to yourself and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I didn't go as hard as I thought I should have went, you know, in order for me to get that result. Um, And I think that like it's literally one of those times where you like, okay, I got to tell myself the truth right here. So that way the next time I can be better. So um, that is awesome. Okay. So uh, it's been a lifesaver. Oh, the trigger plan. Oh yeah. Okay. So yes. Okay. So I should tell everyone, um, what are your current offers? What are you doing right now? Like any projects or anything coming up where people can find you? Y'all go and support my friend. Okay. Because like we talked about in business, yes, we do need support. We're working entrepreneurs, business owners, and business women. So Please go and support her. Tell them where they can find you, what they can support you in. Yeah, so I'm on um, all social media platforms at Miss Aisha Speaks. I think you guys might see it at M-S-A-I-S-H-A Speaks. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm on YouTube. See, on YouTube, man, you know what? That's the other thing I didn't think about. The name that I have on YouTube, I can't change it. So it's at this. It's at the Miss Isha. So at T-H-E-M-S-E-E-S-H-A. And that's one of the things I wish I knew because it's like when you go in to start your business, you don't know the um, important aspects of branding. And when I created my YouTube name, who would have known that I would have never been able to change it to make sure it all aligns. But I'm at the Miss Isha on YouTube. I have um, a second series that I just complete that I'm working on. Um, It's about to end. It's the employee retention series. So the first one was about how to um, develop as a leader, why you need leadership development. So I walk you through that. It's Mm -hmm. about six, seven episodes. And then this one is about retaining your employees because those were the most uh, videos. So I have this whole series where I break down what you need to do to retain a team. Cause it's one thing to recruit talent, but how do you keep talent? Yes. So then, um, and then also I wrote two books. Um, this first book that I wrote, The Trendsetting Woman, like I said, this is me walking you through the process of what I needed to do. It's called yeah. Seven Steps is 
the trend-setting woman, Seven Steps to a Redefined Identity After Heartbreak. Mm -hmm. I was shaped based off of what I thought a woman was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I really revolved my life around love and this idea that I had about relationships. Mm -hmm. And when I um, got my divorce, it really just shook me to the core. And I had to go through an identity process of redefining who I, is, who I was through God and through yeah. really working through myself. So this is what I was talking about before. I had to write a book to show. And it, again, yes, it says transcending woman, but this really can apply to men as well. But I had to walk through the step of defining who I was, really working on me and now I was able to show up effectively in my business. So then I wrote another book. Um, mm -hmm. It's called Leader Set Trends. You can get this on Amazon, Kindle, or go to my website, actionthomas.org mm -hmm. backslash shop. Um, but this book, um, Leader Set Trends, Five Employee Retention Secrets You Never Knew. Now, this is the secret sauce of identifying how do you keep your team? Now that you have these amazing people, what are you going to do to create company loyalty? Make them want to stay. So it walk you through the steps from how to understand the different generations, how to understand how to recognize um, team members. And it really walks you through the customization process of how to connect with your team members a lot more effectively versus that one size fits all approach that all leaders use. So those are what my two books are. And again, you can grab it on aishathomas.org backslash shop or go to Amazon and you can search for it. Um, and besides that, you know, working with my um, new partnership, we're called Act Leadership and Management um, Consulting. Um, we do a QA. and a One of, one of them is happening tonight. So go to my page at Miss Aisha Speaks. I'll be streaming that live. And that's where we help leaders at every level with questions, concerns. So we really help navigate you through that process. And the great thing with my book and with that live, you get a free um, um, assessment. So you get an emotional intelligence assessment, leadership development assessment. Now you can identify and have that clarity that you need in order for you to show up effectively in your role that and if y'all if y'all didn't hear any of that literally she is telling you she will get your whole business together help you with your business now i don't know who needs to hear this but y'all need to go get your books one to keep your team and one to learn about developing yourself i mean i think that that's that's it's very um I appreciate you just for even sharing that because um, a lot of times I think people, they, they hide from trying to have that level of vulnerability or even being able to say that certain things, you know, I needed to go through reshaping and shifting and changing and getting some things in order for myself first yeah. before I went into the next space. So and we have to. I mean, if you think about like all the greatest celebrities from Michael Jackson to Whitney Houston, like these great minds, these artists, every single one that, again, they, they had these like horrible passings and it's like, but then once you hear about their life journey, the things that they might've never dealt with or worked on, you start to understand like, yes, all that glitters is in gold. And if you're not working on yourself effectively, it's going to show up in your business. So it's so important. And again, I think that every great business leader we've seen, we see them go through divorce, divorce publicly. We've seen them maybe deal with issues because some of them might have like a womanizer type issue or might have relation issues and they're just chasing, they have family issues. So the more we start to work on and being open to share and be more vulnerable about the things we experience, we will recognize by working on that, having your trigger plan, right? And how you navigate that it can really convey or really help you in doing business a lot effectively. I agree with that. And I, I'm going to ask um, if you have, if you have a second, 
I want to ask another question about um, just we talk about not talking about things or not dealing with things. How do you feel like as a minority owner and as a, a business owner, how do you feel like that kind of comes into play? Like we don't really talk a lot or we haven't in the past maybe talked about some of, you know, these things like I for myself, I'll speak for myself, but I'll ask, you know, what your what your thoughts are. Um, because for a long time, I think it took me like a year, maybe a year and a half to actually say, like, I'm a single mom. It took me time because y'all like that, like it, 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 it was one of those moments where you have to go back to the drawing board. Like what went wrong? What happened? What parts did I play? What parts, you know, do I need to forgive myself for what, you know, that put me in a different type of headspace that I literally I couldn't do any type of business at the time of trying to figure that whole thing out. And so once I was able to say this is where I am, this is my circumstance, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't that that I can't be an effective um and and a, a high performing business owner, right? Um, and so as a woman, I think, and as a black woman, I want to kind of get your perspective. Like, how do you think that, um, things could change for us as owners, if we were to be more, um, transparent just about like, you know, parts of our journey that, um, they didn't break us, but you know, they were hard for us and they're difficult for us, especially when, um, I think people have this idea that we have to be perfect as business owners. And then I think that people also have identity issues trying to figure out who they are as the business owner and who they are as a person. And so like, what are your thoughts on how things could change if we were to be more transparent as women, as um, black women, and, you know, just as black owners? Yeah. One of the things that I just recently talked about is creating or developing your leadership worldview, because I do a lot of unconscious bias training. And we have to realize that even as women, black women, um, people that have been through trauma, we show up in the world a certain way based off of our experiences, mm -hmm. based off of our upbringing. So we have to assess that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, again, don't take time to do that before we get into business. Mm -hmm. So it's like going through the journey to identify, okay, what, where was my worldview created from? What is my worldview? That was five to 10 things. Then the next thing is, how do I view the, my company, my organization? How do I view my team? How do I view my clients? How do I view my, um, my, my, my team members? And then the biggest one, how do I view myself? Mm -hmm. Then the next question is why, what mm -hmm. is the why? And what is the story behind what developed that? And then once you identify the why, the next thing is, is it true or false? Right. Because it might be true to you based off of your experience. But what I've been blessed to do, like I said, being in the military, I've been exposed to different cultures, background, mm -hmm. being West African. Mm -hmm. I, I have a different um, viewpoint, worldview. I'm traveling the nation and going around the world. I have a different worldview. So when I approach people from different backgrounds, I see the story behind them. I don't see just the clothes. Right. I don't see the attire, the sex. 
the, I don't see any of that. I see a person versus mm -hmm. before I had the worldview and the growing and the education that I had, mm -hmm. I judge you off of how you look. I judge you off of your situation. I judge you off of that, you know, for a multitude of reasons. And for a lot of business leaders, you're going into the business with the wrong people because you got trust issues or because you have other issues and now you're connected with wrong people because you want to belong or you find yourself dropping everything that you have when you start dating that new person instead of understanding the 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 importance of embracing singleness growing and having that different identity and having that single identity but also understanding how to do partnership while moving your business forward and not having this idea that because i'm a woman i have to drop everything and yeah. learning how to balance that especially as moms as black women again we have society has created these narratives about how our lives are supposed to be mm -hmm. and now if we're doing something outside of that you have other people that are like what you doing you a single mom you can't do this you shouldn't do this yeah my parents i mean shout out to my parents i love y'all y'all might be watching but they were like aisha you want to do what you yeah. got that good military job what about the kids what about this what about that what about this oh you still single why you got a man like all these questions and it's let me go through my journey let me walk Exactly. Let me go through it again. So it's a level of, again, getting the awareness of where those views come up, come from the world, your company, people, identifying if it's true or false, identifying where you learn that from and really educating yourself by putting yourself around different people. Watch a documentary you never watched before. Have a conversation with someone you've never had a conversation with before, like what we're doing here. We're learning from each other. So all those different things are important. So that's the self-assessment. And then also be responsible and stop putting labels and identities off of people yeah. because of your worldview. You yeah. don't know the story behind the person. You don't know what that person has been through. And trust me, it's hard. But I really look at people now and be like, there's a story why there's a story behind why you show up that way. And because I don't know that story and I, and I can formulate what that story is, I look at people so different now. So yeah. I don't judge someone that walks in the in my in my, you know, walks uh, or sets up a consultation and they might not look like they can afford me. No, this person is just like somebody that just likes to dress down and they got all the money in the world. So things like that. Um, so I think, again, it takes a level of self-assessment. And really start making sure for us that we don't start putting labels and limitations on other people and start being more door openers for other black entrepreneurs and partnering and doing all those things and holding ourselves responsible as well. And I think the more we do that and now we start putting that out in the world, then we will have less people in the world that are putting limitations on yourself or for on others. Right. On themselves and others. And I, um, of course, especially I want to say I'm glad you, you hit it. Um, right there at the end, but accountability. Um, there's a there's some type of level of um, I guess just disbelief that things are possible um, for certain things or for certain people, um, and also that um, they're not responsible for their own things. And like I mentioned earlier, like you are the person who you know had this epiphany and did whatever you did and however you did it but you did it and so um that was a part of my journey too like i um and it's fun and i and we got to talk more about our african roots too but um i'm black and african african-american and african um my mom is from here and my dad is from nigeria and delta state and so that life okay whole nother <laughs> whole nother conversation but um 
culturally, my dad had a lot of things that um, as an American dad, to see an American father interact and, a, and, and an African dad interact, it was different. And so I had expectations on my dad that I didn't really um, understand certain things about him. And I, you know, I, I uh, Mariah, okay, mom people, okay, full time. <laughs> Mariah. Listen, y'all, and again, this is, the, you know, this is the reality. I mean, I think that when you see these um, moments, again, you have a lot of moms that are watching, yeah. a lot of people like, I can't, no, you can't. Yes, my son, my son has tried to come in here a few times, y'all, and I've had to give him, like, you guys can't see my hand, but I'm down here like, so no, but honestly, like, I need you all to see this because yeah. yes, we're, we're still human beings. We still have families. We still have, again, we're single parenting by ourselves. Yeah. So that's a whole nother experience. So. I, I, you know, I want um, women out there that are watching that are moms or they have a bunch of stuff going on. You can't do it. Yeah. Yes, they might call your name. Yes, they might open the door. It is okay, but yeah. it's still possible to still live out your dreams regardless of your circumstance. Absolutely, and I and I think that that was that was a that's a phase too um, that I had to go through. But I was I was what I was saying was um, I just had to break down certain things with my dad because I had you know certain issues with you know, trying to find certain relationships and trying to be in certain things because I felt like my dad didn't care, but my dad always provided for us. Same and thing, we, man. That's we talked about it's cultural. Yes, like we talked about love languages earlier. And it's like my dad is not that person. His love language is like, you know, right? I'm going to provide. You will always be taken yeah. care of. And that's and that and again, that's their worldview. Again, right. like my parents. They're immigrants. Mm. We migrated to the U.S., left everything. They left everything, started mm. new. So mm. my father grew up in a home where it was about the man is the provider. Yeah. That's how you show love. I pay the bills. I pay this. I pay that. You, don't you got clothes on your back? That was their way of conveying that. And that's what they saw culturally. Coming right. to the United States, you're watching all these TV shows. Dad's holding hands. Dad's yeah. having talks. They're hugging. People are saying, I love you. I've never even seen my parents kiss in, in the house before. I'm like, yo. It is now in my in my 30s that now when I get off the phone, love you, dad. Love you, mom. I never before. I swear, I promise you, I had to have that conversation. Because I'm telling you, I took I I mapped, I mapped it out. I was like, where did this start? Where where was the breakdown? What was the issue? Right. Because for so I was telling you guys that story because um I blame my parents for something about like I'm just like, well, I should have had this and I should have been able to do this, and you could have parented me like this, and I would have known that. And if you would have told me this, I could have got there, and then I wouldn't have even had, and if you would have showed me this type of love, then I would have been fine, you know. Um, and I even had that conversation with my dad. I was like, you know, you, I think you told me you love me like six times, like not even six times the whole time I was growing up. And I could count like I literally went through my my remembrance <laughs> to think about how many times. And I've never told that story. But I'm telling you guys, because me and my dad are fine. We're fine now. Um, but like. I had some things against him that I think I was like, well, why couldn't you show me love like that? But then once I became a parent and once 
these things started happening right within my within my relationship with with myself and becoming a single parent i started realizing i was like okay i was trying to <laughs> rebel or whatever i was trying to do and like later um i started seeing i was like you know what like my dad was right about this, 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 and that. And I didn't want to listen to him. I didn't want to see or hear certain things. So I got to reconcile things within myself, got to reconcile things with my dad, you know, and, and got to a place where I'm like, now I wish you would try to offer me something less than <laughs> what I, what I should be valued at. Right. So um, I, I just, I love the fact that, you know, interweave throughout our whole conversation, we've just been talking about personal personal growth to this bit, you know, these business strides that we take. But, you know, accountability, that was my main point of where I was going was take accountability, because for a long time I kept trying to blame my dad. It wasn't about my dad. It was about me. And it was about the parts that now you're an adult that you play in the outcomes of the things that you have that are happening in your life. And so you're here right now because of something, some decision you've made or, you know, not made. And that can go for parenthood. They can go for any part of life. But um, yeah, I just, Really appreciate yeah. you saying that. Oh, of course. I mean, and I think that we don't want to be chained from the past because right. a lot of those chains, again, like really look at it as physical chains. Mm -hmm. And the more that you continue to allow those chains from the past so pull you back, how can you move forward? Okay. How can you move forward in your business? And I remember hearing that from that multi-level marketing business that exposed me to entrepreneurship. Yeah. The gentleman that was like a, mil a part of the millionaire team or president's club, one of those, he said, he was like, it wasn't until that I got the healing that I needed from my dad and the issues he had with his father, that mm -hmm. his business was able to move forward because his trust issues came into it. Like yeah. I said, there's a lot of women that have dealt with a lot of daddy issues. Yeah. So they have relational issues and they will drop all their dreams everything that they have going to chase this one situation versus understanding the balance of healing and growing and learning how the balance felt. You have people who have issues with, again, relationships and it shows up differently in their business and how they interact with their mm -hmm. clients. You can't be sleeping with all your clients, sir, or you can't be right. sleeping with all your clients, ma'am. Again, but again, it ties to personal development. Right. So yes, we're talking about stuff that's happened to us growing up. But again, your trust issues because somebody hurt you in the past is showing up in your business. Yeah. Now you don't want to give away and um, have people help you because of it so all that stuff starts to show up and yeah. the more you can get behind the story of why you show up that way work on that and again get your trigger plan then now you can start to navigate around your business a lot and again it wasn't for me going through this healing process that really allowed me now like the doors opened um yeah. and it really took me a whole year and again mm -hmm. this is i've been in business for over a little a little bit over two years mm -hmm. that first year of business i did some <laughs> deep healing and personal development because I was being held back. And that's why my year now has been yeah. looking so fruitful yeah. is because now it's trigger playing. I'm trigger playing. I love it. I'm like, yes, that, that I promise you, like, I'm, it's, it's funny. Like my dad now and okay. My dad is like one of those. Does it make money? Why are you doing that? What's that for? Did you okay? Where's the where's the guarantee that you're gonna make some money, right? And so at, when I was getting into business and all that, he was like, 
are you sure about this? Because this doesn't seem like you could still go be a lawyer. You could still be a doctor. Okay. Or you could still be a nurse. You want to be a nurse because that's going to be the guarantee. And so it's funny because like now he's like, I, I call him and we, now we have like these, like, I don't know the I've never had such a, like how you're talking about with your mom and dad. Like I've never had such it's like a whole new relationship. Yes, I'm like, who are you? Like y'all have a whole like conversation. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. and 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 I can tell, I can actually tell him things that I felt in the past. I felt like I didn't want to, you know, I didn't even want to express, or I I didn't really feel comfortable to express. Like now I'm just like dad. That is not okay. Or that, like, this happened. Did you know that he's like, yeah, or no, I didn't know. You know, so it's just a really cool place to be um, and really feel like you're really walking out your purpose when you feel, when you don't feel bogged down from, you know, oh, well, maybe it's not okay to talk to my dad about this. Or maybe it's not okay to say this with, you know, my mom or like whatever or whoever. Um, and so I don't know. I really, I really appreciate this conversation and you just taking the time out to um, do the interview and um, y'all working with me and my children. <laughs> and I, Listen. Listen. I told you, like I said, my kids, I've had to do some hand signals. Go. You're like, and, and, and listen, I have techniques now because you can't even tell right now I'm You're holding right. my hand, but really I'm going like this. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like, mm -mm. When, I cover my, when I cover my mouth, I'm saying some things under there like, I, you better get your butter body. Look, I okay, I've been doing. I did. I've been. I've been recording myself right, and like I uh, will turn my. I'll mute my thing, and I'm like, Mom, help! Like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, or they'll come and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, right. If y'all, look, if you ever see me do this, like, or stick my hand out or like, you know, like I'm trying to keep them from coming into the arm's length. Yes, yes. The yes. Listen. <laughs> so Listen, that, but it's still dope. possible. That's dope. Like to hear you just say that, like. That it that just that just reinforced and empowered me. Listen, so. <laughs> my eyes be right at my doors right there. I'll be like, uh huh. Look, to, like I cover my mouth and be like, you better. Uh huh. <laughs> you get that grip, like that, no. no star flaring, right? <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Okay, so guys, thank you guys so much for watching, hanging out with us. Aisha, thank you so much for just spending time with me. I'm glad we got a chance to actually do this because like you said, um, we are learning from each other. We're continuously learning from each other on a bi-weekly basis, but also um, and you guys can watch us on the Marketing Cypher bi-weekly yes. um, where we give business advice and help other small business owners um, to, to start their journey. So um, yeah, I appreciate it and I will see you guys soon um, you can follow me at Brittany Weibu on all social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm here. I'm in here. It's not really a lot of Brittany Weibu's out there. It's I-W-E-G-B-U. And um, you guys, I have a podcast called CEO Spotlight with Brittany Weibu. Um, it's on Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's, 
it's on it's in the places so this is episode three and i should just taught me something so i think i'm gonna break it down in a, in a couple of ways but i just appreciate you and i know i keep saying thank you but really and truly um you have really blessed me today and blessed all of the listeners and viewers um just with your presence and um i just want to say thank you so don't go anywhere stay right here for the other half of this message that'll be back to you in one second Wow, I can't believe I dropped two books. And the reason why I did that is because I didn't want to just show you the external work. I wanted to show you the internal work. Yes, the steps that I had to take for me to show up as a better leader because I wasn't really that good at it because a lot of the things that I was doing was because of my internal issues. So I need you to go to my website, AishaThomas.org backslash shop and grab a copy of The Trendsetting Woman and then Leader Set Trends to get those applicable steps so what you need to do to do that internal work and then the steps you need to do so you can show up better externally. So go to my website now, AishaThomas.org backslash shop and go grab a copy and make sure that you give it to someone as a gift. So what were your takeaways from today's episode? I mean, we hit on some really big topics and personal development is extremely important to me. So one of the things that I highlighted is we need to have business systems. We need to have things that allows us to really drive our business. Because of course, like for me, I'm a single parent. I have a full-time job. I have a lot of things that I'm juggling I also just picked on another great opportunity. So for me, I know the importance of having systems in place in my business to allow some level of automation to happen so I don't have to touch every component of my business because in the beginning, I was touching so many things and now I'm able to kind of let the system run. Well, we need to also have a personal system that we tap into. I talk a lot about trigger plans, things to do when we are triggered, things to do when we find ourselves stressed out. What is your go-to method that's healthy, that allows you to be able to rewire or refocus in on what you're doing so it doesn't affect your world? And again, things happen. Things are going to be thrown at us, even in business, even in leadership. But we want to be able to have some type of go-to methods that we can tap into to say, okay, I'm stressed today. This is what I'm going to tap into. Oh, I'm having a bad day. This is what I'm going to tap into and really be able to utilize a systematic process or some things that you already have in mind that you're like, okay, boom, I'm going to go through my affirmations. Then I'm going to go take a walk. And then I have this person that I call and or if that person is not available, then this is my part B. But literally have something in place because again, that is the reality. We're going to hit some bumps in the road roads throughout this process in life that's going to shake us up and we want to be able to have something that we can do that healthy that is healthy and helping us navigate to those ups and downs so please take that big takeaway what is your personal system outside of also your business systems the next thing is we talked about the reality of being a woman me and Brittany have that similarity as we are both parents as well and when we show up in business or we show up in leadership sometimes we feel like we have to have these masks on in order for us to not be judged or looked at differently and that's the unfortunate reality because I talked about worldviews and these biases that a lot of people have but a lot of people do have biases and assume that, okay, well, as a woman, there's certain things you may or may not be able to do. And then if you add the parent component to it, you might have some people that additionally are like, how do you do all this as a mom? Or you need to 
focus on what's safe and safe is just getting a full-time job because with a full-time job, you get benefits and with benefits, you can be able to take care of your kids and you don't have to worry about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and business, all those different things that people throw at you. And it's not that they don't care, but again, there's a level of bias or maybe they never saw someone do it and they believe that maybe a woman fits in a certain box. So a lot of us are trying to break barriers, but we know the reality of going into rooms and being judged, unfortunately. We know the reality of men being more chosen or being the ones chosen more often in this business space to do certain things than women are. I know I run into it all the time. Like I know my systems, my processes, my information is good. But if I'm competing in a space with a bunch of men, they typically will go with the guy most likely. And it's a guy of a certain race and there's a guy of a certain background. That's just the studies have shown it. Data has shown it. That is the reality. So a lot of times we feel like we have to put on a certain kind of face in order for us to be accepted or believed or there's information we don't delve out because we don't want that want them to judge us based off of that. So um, me and my squad, Act Leadership and Management Consulting, we do these lives on Saturday. We were talking about the situation with Monique. Um, if no one knows that story, Monique is an African-American comedian who basically basically sent Netflix to court because she felt that she was being discriminated pay-wise. And of course, we know, already know there's a pay gap in regards to gender. But what she was finding or believed that, listen, I have this type of background. I should have been paid effectively. Um, I wasn't able to negotiate. I mean, there were a lot of things that affected um, or there were a lot of breakdowns in that situation, which resulted to this court case. But then a lot of people were saying, well, you know, she hadn't put anything out for some time. She can't compare herself to a lot of these top comedians like Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and all these people who have been consistent in their work. But then I had to highlight the fact that, well, you have to realize the opportunities for women it's hard in certain spaces, especially in comedy, in the music game. You have a, a type of standard or, you know, you have one woman, her name's Rhapsody. She's a hip hop artist, really amazing, but she doesn't fit the quote unquote mold of what they look for in female rap artists. And of course, you know, it's not that all of them have to look sexy and all look a certain way, but that is the norm. And if somebody doesn't really move to that type of beat, they might not get as much much atten attention. And we also have to look at the consumer as well because we have to make sure that we're purchasing the products of those people who don't fall under certain type of categories of music or, you know, might look a certain way or whatever. But in reality, women have to navigate these spaces a lot differently. And that's the reality of being a woman. And then when you add the African-American component, that's another bias. So that's just the reality. And I've been really pushing this message about becoming a door opener. What kind of doors can you open? Maybe you're a gentleman listening. Maybe you're a woman listening. What kind of doors can you usher in or help someone get through to help them towards inclusivity, to help them towards equity, to help them into doors where they can get an opportunity to lead so you can see more diversity in these C-suite tiers and in these rooms. Hey, if you're a speaker out there or if you're a coach out there or you know that there's this great opportunity out there, hey, pass it on to a woman. Pass it on to a woman of color and say, hey, listen, I can't do this gig, but I'm going to pass it on to you so I can be a door opener. But there are tons of different things that you can do in order for you to be a door or you can try to be a door opener. So 
that's just the reality of women in leadership and just really also understanding the importance of healing, working through your trauma, understanding how your life, your traumas, your worldview really could shape how you show up in business, really can shape how you do life. And you have to really work on navigating that effectively and working on your healing and growth. Because again, if you don't, it will show up in your business, believe it or not, it will. It'll show up in your relationships. You might have a trigger that you never really created a personal system for, and now it's triggering you, triggering you, and now the different areas of your life that you really want to be at least, I'll say, 80% in or 90% in, you can't because you haven't worked on those areas. So I really like this part of the conversation too, because you're seeing another side of business leadership and personal development and those conversations we don't have because we invest so much money in marketing and learning different aspects about creating our website, all these external things, but we never take time to dial back and say, okay, let's work on ourselves. Let's work on our teams. Let's make sure that we get ourselves in line before we go into business because if we don't, this could be this could have an effect on how I show up in my role. So again, I hope this information really helped. Also know like this like this podcast. I mean, make sure you like it, you know, put a heart or subscribe to it, you know, all that good stuff, download it, share this with somebody that really like this information or needs this information, or you think will like this information. And don't forget to leave like a great review as well. Because again, the more opportunities that women and people from different backgrounds have an opportunity to, you know, move up the charts or just to be able to get their message shared, that might allow other people to be impacted in a way or just be educated in a way that could help them be door openers and help them say, you know what, let me take some time and really develop myself. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. I appreciate you guys supporting me as always. Make sure you guys to go to my website, get those great resources that are free. Also reach out to me if you want to get some personal development yourself, get some awareness, just really start working on unlocking some additional things as we go into 2021 and be on the lookout because I'm going to have some great Black Friday sales coming up. That's really going to help you get to the next level. Too many of us are investing money on allowing or helping other people blow up. Other people's last names blow up, but we don't take time to say, you know what, let me work on myself so I can blow up in a way that can benefit my business, my organization, my leadership, and especially benefit my household. So again, I appreciate you guys tuning in and I'll catch you guys another time. Have a great week and have an amazing, amazing Thanksgiving. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. SpeakFire.com. SpeakFire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. I want to shout out all my faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And don't forget to follow me on social media at Miss Aisha Speaks on all platforms. That's M S A I S H A Speaks. And don't forget to like and subscribe, turn your notifications on and leave a comment if this podcast has blessed you in any kind of way. I thank you for all your support. Many blessings to you.